listening to the IFF TV podcast. Okay, we're live. Hello, welcome to Irish Football Fan TV. It's myself, Paul Neal. I'm joined by Gary Spain, who is in Budapest at the moment. Gary, how are you? How are you settling in? Well, this is a good start. <laughs> are you there, Gary? I'm there now. Yeah, I don't, my Wi-Fi here in the hotel isn't great, I think. Okay, well, we're live anyway, so if you're joining us in the comments, get your comments in. Um, I was just saying, how are you settling into the hotel? Obviously, you must be getting used to the Wi-Fi there. Yeah, settling in fine. The weather here is beautiful. The hotel is nice. I'm just around the corner from the stadium, so I haven't had a chance to get into Budapest yet and had a look around. Okay, well, look, we'll, we'll try and keep it as short as possible, just in case your Wi-Fi goes. It doesn't seem the strongest, but uh, yes, uh, I'm just off the press conference there with Stephen Kenny. So he will be. He said he, he wouldn't be making wholesale changes, but he will be making changes for the team tomorrow. And I don't think we should go in really too uh, too much detail on Hungary because obviously we did the opposition preview yesterday with Thomas from Hungarian football or Tomas, if you want to say it like that. Um, so we kind of got a lowdown on Hung Hungary and what we can expect from the Hungarians uh, tomorrow. So we've got to just more focus on ourselves. But Stephen said there'd be changes. I would say the likes of Jason Malumbi will probably come back in, uh, those type of changes, maybe Adam Eda up front um, and maybe Daryl Horgan to start. But I'd say they're the, like, the likely changes probably to happen. It'd be interesting to see if uh, Jamie McGrath gets the nod as well and, and does he rest Jason Knight. So there's all those kind of things kind of come into your thoughts there, I think, anyway. Um, so, yeah, what, what are you expecting from this game and you know what would be your ideal outcome? Well, I suppose my ideal outcome would be a win, but I would be absolutely delighted with a draw. I, I think this is going to be a really tough game. I mean, Hungary, a week tonight, Hungary are playing Portugal in, in the Euros here in Budapest. And it's a massive, massive game for them. And uh, Euros at home, I mean, it's something I know I've talked about. I really, really regret the fact that we didn't qualify and we don't get to host the games in Dublin. But that's, that's water under the bridge now. But they are just so geared up for this. It's going to be huge for them. They're going to have a full stadium next Tuesday night. Uh, I was talking to a couple of the guys down at the stadium tonight, or this morning. They're expecting at least 8,000. I think the capacity is about twelve or 13,000. It's a lovely little uh, compact stadium. Uh, Dundalk actually played there last year, uh, for people who remember watching that game. And... Uh, so they're, they're expecting a pretty full stadium and uh, a cracking atmosphere. And uh, I think it's going to be very tough because they're going to want to put a show on for their fans. It's their send-off game. And uh, I'd be delighted with a draw. The one thing Thomas said is Hungary, they have problems scoring goals. Uh, it had been an issue for us. I know you're talking about we, we just got four last Thursday and uh, we did get three goals in March as well. So maybe not so much an issue anymore, but um, I'd be delighted with a draw, frankly. I think it would build on last Thursday's result, and if we get a draw, we'd go into the autumn games with confidence. 
Yeah, well, obviously, I prefer a win to be going into those games with confidence. But if it was to be unbeaten over the two games coming out of that, I, I would have taken your hand off for that before the you know the games were announced or whatever. So yeah, I think I think that's fair. A draw would be a fair result probably if you're kind of going off. I suppose both sides and, and you know we kind of went through it yesterday. Uh, the strengths are quite similar. The, the defense are the strengths of the team, not maybe the attacking options. And they've they've got a very good goalkeeper as well, Galaxy. Um, I hope I pronounced that right, but uh, he's a really good goalkeeper as well. So we'd be doing well if he plays to get the ball past him as well, considering we don't score a lot of goals. I appreciate we got four against Andorra, but it is Andorra, as everyone keeps reminding us. Um, but yeah, just just on this game, I, I I would like to see some changes from the starting eleven. I think Ronan Curtis kind of blew his chance by missing that... Uh, I would almost say an open goal, but uh, you'll probably be a bit nicer to him in that regard. Uh, and James Collins as well, you know, I really thought that was a chance for him to kind of nail down, try to get a couple of goals and really kind of cement his place as the number nine. But I think Adam Edo will come back in for this one. Um, and then kind of looking around as well, I'd like to see Troy Parra play. I think he should be the, you know, the number 10 again, pulling the strings, getting on the ball. And hopefully he'll take the confidence from the game against Andorra into this game. Because you saw, you were at the game yourself, you know, as soon as that goal went in, it was just like all this weight and expectation just came off his shoulders and he just then seemed like he was able to express himself. So I hope that's the case this time around. As again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 if you take the, the real positives out of the Andorra game, Troy played really well. He got his first two international goals. He's absolutely buzzing. I, I, I think all being well, you'd assume he will start. Um, Jason Knight, I know you mentioned he might want to arrest him. I thought Jason Knight played really well as well. And I would expect him to start unless Stephen is looking at just uh, whatever's gone on in the camp and decides to arrest him or something like that. But I think the main takeaway from Thursday was that we finished the game a hell of a lot better than we started it. And uh, the guys you mentioned, the likes of Adam Ida, uh, probably put his hand up more coming off the bench than some of those who started. So I, I would expect him to start. I'd expect Daryl Horgan to to build on. He, he did really well off the bench. Uh, Jamie McGrath. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and and with Jason Nice in both cases. Uh, Jamie McGrath, I, 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 he didn't really get much of a chance off the bench. I mean, he got his first cap, which is fantastic and a great honour for him. Uh, Maybe he'll get to start, or at least maybe get more time off the bench. Um, when when he came on within two minutes, we we got two goals, didn't we? Or he was on, so he he was there with yeah, two goals. Okay. Scored, in fairness, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is true, and you can you you can make that point. I I I, I didn't see a lot from Jamie, but look, he was only on the pitch for what was it? Yeah. ten minutes, you know. So it's he it's. Great to get a first cap and all, and all that. Um, so maybe we'll get a look at, at uh, as I said before the Andorra game. Right, really love to get a look at, at see Dozy Ogbeni in a green shirt. From it was great, so great watching him in the markets field, and he's a really lovely guy as well. So I'd love to see him get a senior cap. Um, but I, I think Stephen is also going to be conscious of the result now. Obviously, I know it was only Andorra, but it was a win. It was a comprehensive win in the end. And that will, I think, take the pressure off. And it is a summer training camp. It is June friendly. So in many ways, the result doesn't really matter. But I think Stephen will want to get a result. So I don't think he's going to try out a lot of players. 
but I think we will see the basically the changes and the players who did well off the bench will probably get more of an opportunity. Yeah, that, but I would like to see maybe you know some of the players who finished the game and help us see the game out there. You know, obviously get a chance and maybe from the start, you know, you look at players like Jamie McGrath who it means so much and it should mean that much to everyone who plays for Ireland anyway. Um, I'm not saying that it doesn't. But you look at someone like him who, you know, he even put up on his Instagram, like he'll take it to the grave and it means that much to him. Do you know what I mean? So I think some of these players, and we've seen it a lot of cases where players who may be not playing for the greatest clubs, but they go up in levels for the country. And, you know, we haven't seen too much of that because these players are so new. So maybe, you know, some players, I think Conor Howard mentioned when he made his debut, he kind of froze in the moment. Whereas I think some players might decide to, you know, take their chance a bit. I'd say probably Troy was probably guilty of being frozen in the moment a couple of times. We've got to remember what age he is as well. And maybe some of the other young lads. So, you know, I think this should be a game where the pressure should be off coming off the back of a win. The players might be a, a little bit more, um, you know, wanting to play a bit more, a bit more free, a bit more open in terms of their, you know, getting on the ball and trying to take on players maybe Troy might start running at players because we one two things from the other night that we hadn't seen in a long time was probably some of our players running at people well, three things actually because I'm going to count crosses into the box as well good accurate crosses into the box because um, he obviously had the one from Jason Knight then he had the goal for Horgan and then he had the one for uh, for Knight himself from Horgan uh, and then you had the one as well from from Howerton as well for Troy. So there's a lot of crosses into the box that probably we weren't seeing, or if, if we were seeing, they weren't as accurate. And uh, then the other one was shooting from distance. We didn't see a lot of that over probably Stephen's reign so far. We haven't seen a lot of shots from distance, and we've got players there that are capable of shooting from distance. So, yeah, I'd like to see a bit more of that now going forward, and maybe they have the confidence from the 4-1 win to maybe take that into games like Hungary. Again, I think this game will be won. If it's won, I think it's going to be won by the first goal in the game. Um, we've, co- we've covered already the fact that the Hungarians, their, their best uh, spot of players probably at the moment is the defence of the keeper. And ours is probably our defence. I wouldn't say our keeper just yet because, again, you may see Kelleher come in. We don't know what he's like internationally. We've seen him play for Liverpool and he's been he's been very good for Liverpool, but he's been a stand-in. So can he come in and make a difference at international level? Or does he stick with Bizzouna, who hasn't let him down, has, has done really, really well and has been really calm, assured. Um, and he just he looks the part in goal at the moment as well. And John Egan just came off the back of the press conference there just saying how impressed he was with him and Quivine and Mark Travers as well. So it's kind of a bit feel-good factor, I suppose. Yeah, on the goalkeeping situation, I think Gavin and Quivine are going to be... The, hopefully fighting it out for the number one short for many years to come. I mean, they're both at absolutely massive clubs. Cuevin has done incredibly well in the Premier League and the Champions League when called upon for, for Liverpool. And if it wasn't for injury, I think he would have got the short in March. He didn't, and Gavin took his chance and played really well. Now, before this window, I did expect him to play a game each. Uh, I thought it might have been the other way around, that he might have used Cuevine and Andorra, but Gavin kept the short. Um, is he going to keep it, or is Stephen going to say, well, I, if it was me, I think I, I would like to see Cuevine get his first cap and get a run out and get 90 minutes, because he could be called upon against Portugal or Serbia in, in September. And uh, you'd rather it, that it wasn't his first international appearance in that case. Um, but 
let's see how it works out. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what, what uh, how Stephen makes the call for tomorrow night. Yeah, and I would like to see maybe a bit of fluidity up front as well. We've obviously seen it with the under-21s. Um, and if he goes with the kind of young attackers, it'd be interesting to see. I, I predict probably a young attack attack kind of formation with probably someone like Daryl Horgan as the experienced player, even though he's not that experienced at international level. He's an experienced footballer. So I probably wouldn't be surprised if he goes with Knight, Ida, Parrott and uh, Horgan as kind of his 4-2-3-1 formation. So that's that's what I probably would see him going for. Um which, you, you know, if you look at the game the other night, the way it finished out, you couldn't really argue with it, you know, because uh, obviously Troy played his part in the first two and then the, the, the uh, Horgan coming off the bench and you said Adam Eda stretched them as well. So it's nice to have that option as well. Eda will give you pace as well, which probably Collins doesn't, but Collins will give you another dimension in terms of, you know, taking the ball in and maybe making it stick. And he presses well from the front, but I just don't think, I think actually Eda is a better finisher than him, if I'm being honest. Yes, I mean, he has had his issues with injuries, but he has scored, as you said, quite a few goals for Norwich. You go back to last season and that hat-trick in the FA Cup. And uh, he has come back and uh, at least got a, a couple this season as well. Um, James Collins has got a couple of international goals, which Adam hasn't hasn't managed yet. But, uh, yeah, I, I was impressed with Adam Eder off the bench. I just think he looked more mobile at the, the attack seemed to be moving but then he came off the bench when we were ahead and in a much more uh confident situation and uh james collins when we, we'll go back to the miss in the first half in andorra it was a brilliant cross by jason knight it was brilliant movement classic center forward stuff by james collins but the header was really poor and he really should have done a lot better with that and uh maybe that's uh, to a real extent playing on my mind but i was certainly much more impressed when Adam Eder came off the bench. And I agree. I think that's, uh, if I was predicting who I think Stephen will go with in the attacking formation, I think I'd, I'd go with exactly the same names you mentioned, Paul. Maybe Josh Cullen and either Conor Horan or Jason Malumbi then as the the two in midfield. I'd actually like to see Malumbi in this case, but I think if you're taking out Howerhin, then you've got the set-piece uh, situation there, unless you have maybe someone like Troy Parrott. I don't know what he's like in terms of whipping free kicks into the box. I know he can score free kicks, um, but I don't know what he's like crossing wise or is Jason Knight good at set-pieces. I don't know. There may, there may be something that they're doing on the training ground, obviously, with uh, Anthony Barry that, that could work out in that sense. So... Uh, that would be interesting if he does take Howerhin out because that's you know mainly what he's in there for. Um, for me, Malumbi would give us something different in terms of you know we spoke about it. I think on the final word is that he'll get on the ball, he'll come into spaces to try and pick up the ball, to try and turn, then break the press and get in between the lines, then and maybe run with the ball, which Howerhin doesn't really do. I mean, he's, he has got a really good left foot and he can pick a pass, but the problem is he plays it safe too much and. You know, I know we needed the win and all, and all against Andorra the other night, but we, we need to see players you know, showing a bit of bravery and getting on the ball. And I think Malumbi does show that. Look, I know he hasn't had a great season for Preston, but he came in when he's when he's been made to do a job. Let's not forget, he came in against Serbia when we didn't really have um, a lot of energy or whatever. And when he played, and he hadn't played a lot of football in, in that time, and when he went off is when the game kind of was lost, in my opinion. So... 
I think Malone be it would be worth throwing into the midfield there alongside Josh Cullen and you know let jo- Josh be the little pivot who picks the ball up and but let Malone be the one who maybe drives us from the midfield to the attack with obviously the likes of Troy and stuff like that because they've all played together. Look, I know the twenty ones is the twenty ones and it's a totally different level they're at now, but they're all playing men's senior football now and they're all getting lucky ins at their clubs. So. I think it's about, well, maybe not Malumbi in this case, but everybody else. But I think Malumbi's capable, and he's shown that. I mean, you, you, to bring him in against Serbia shows how much faith Stephen actually has in him. Yeah, well, he Jason has done much better for Ireland than he has in club football. I mean, yeah, I'll yeah. Go, back, go back before Christmas and I'm saying it's ridiculous he's not in the Brighton squad. He should be getting more game time in the Premier League. They said, great, he went and loaned to Preston and said, that's great, he's going to start every week. And he didn't really get much of a chance either. And he have, but every time he's played international football, he has impressed and he's done really well. And maybe it is some players they grow into an international short and they they look better and better. And others maybe shrink a bit and don't do as well when it comes to the national team. So, I, I, I from an Irish perspective, Jason looks a superb player. And as you said. Um, He's he should be nailed on to start. I, I'm really amazed he's not getting more game time at club level. Going back to set pieces as well, as you said, they would have been working on this in the training camp. They've been the guts of 10, 12 days together now. Uh, possibly Josh Cullen could be on set pieces as well. Um, I know he does take some of them. And uh, that's if Conor Horahan doesn't start. But, um, yeah, it's very hard to predict in some cases because we're going by what we saw in 90 minutes last Thursday, whereas Stephen has been in camp with this squad of players for, what is it, 10, 12 days. So he would have seen a hell of a lot more than we have. So we're, in many ways, second-guessing. But it will be interesting to see who he he goes with on Tuesday. And uh, I I wonder, will we see... um, a similar lineup to what what we're going to expect in Faro in September when we play Portugal. Yeah, um, well, I think it'll be interesting anyway. I, I, he said that he didn't want to. He wants a bit of continuity, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, who does he go with? And you know, people are mentioned already. Sean McLean just said there he'd love to see Omobama Delhi. He wasn't obviously in the match day squad the last day. I think there is players there that we would still like to see as well. Maybe off the bench towards the end of the game, or maybe not Omobama Delhi. But I think it's good that he's been brought in to train with the senior team and see what the seniors do and stuff like that. So if he does get called up again, that he'll get that opportunity. I just don't see the point in bringing him in unless we're winning 3-0 or something like that, which I don't envision us actually doing. So I don't see him getting a run in this game. I'd be very, very surprised because even Shane Duffy's not really getting a look in at the minute, is he? I know he came on late as a sub uh, on on uh, Wednesday um, or Thursday, whatever day it was. But... Uh, Basically, what I'm saying is Omobama Deli, Mandreo, I think they'll benefit from being in the squad and kind of seeing what the senior is all about and stuff like that. Again, Mandreo probably has more of a chance of coming on than Omobama Deli, obviously because he's an attacker player, an attacking player. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be 3 0 up tomorrow night. I mean, I know this that, just, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, possibly if we're chasing the game. Uh, you may see Mandreo or, or, or Dozio Bene, one of them, somebody to come on in an attacking sense. And uh, But if it's tight, if it's nil-nil or 1-1, one, one, um, I don't see too many changes at, at the back, certainly anywhere, even 
maybe one or two up top. But I think Stephen will treat this more like a competitive game than a, a like friendly a league game. Yeah, 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 like something like that. I mean, and, and the only I'm just thinking the only friendly we're going to have after this is the Qatar home game in October, and uh, so maybe that will be a chance to for one or two of these players to shine, particularly if they're playing well with their clubs in the new season. Yeah, I agree. I just want to see us uh, put in a good performance and maybe capital, or build on the, the the end of the game against Andorra and take a bit of confidence in that because the, the lads are getting a lot of stick online and stuff like that. And uh, it'd just be nice to get a positive result. And then obviously we have the Euros then to watch after that and stuff like that, which we're not going to be in. But uh, I just think it'd be a nice little send-off for ourselves the lads can go off and enjoy a couple of weeks off for the summer and then get back in for pre-season then we do it all over again come september yeah i mean it would be great to get a result i mean hungary are going to be desperate to get a result as well in front of their own fans a week before the euros this is their last game um you mentioned the goalkeeper from uh, rb leipzig Captain and centre half Orban as well as one of their star players. Another guy at RB Leipzig. They've some key players at German football. Uh, Thomas mentioned the winger, winger at Freiburg. Um, so they're going to be strong. They're going to be very difficult to break down. But um, they, they have issues scoring goals as well. So um, I, I'm quite hopeful we can get a result. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I suppose that's really it in terms of our match preview. Check out our opposition preview as well, which we did with uh, Thomas Mortimer from HungarianFootball.com. And uh, we kind of got a bit of a lowdown from the Hungarians and kind of what to expect from them. They're obviously, I think they're missing their, their best player that they would want there. But uh, yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe. Gary, I have to say, you're not short of just putting a cigar in your mouth there looking like a dog. <laughs> but um, you listen, you enjoy Budapest. And um, yeah, I'm sure you'll be keeping uh, everyone updated on the game over there. And we'll be having watch-alongs. And don't forget to keep an eye out for the Start 11 show. So thanks very much for watching, guys. We'll speak to you soon. Don't forget to like the video and don't forget to subscribe. Cheers, guys. Mm.